All right, guys. Uh, welcome, welcome back to Off the Couch with the Psych Guys. Little Birdie told me <laughs> that you did your first triathlon. Tim, is that is that is that is that right? First sprint triathlon. So, oh, wow, it's the shortest right. one it could be. All right, <laughs> <laughs> but yes, it is. It, it was a triathlon. So, uh, it was good. It was good. Um, you know, I've never done one before. Huh. Okay. So the, the the sprint triathlon. It was. Uh, you know, like a 300 meter swim. Okay. So it's pretty short. Uh, 10 mile bike ride. Okay. 5K run. 5K. Okay. So I've never done one before and I got roped into it a little bit. Thanks yeah. to, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, just for some of the uh, <laughs> listeners and viewers there, um, you know, my wife, Paul, and, and the co director here, she does a lot of these. So we actually try to sponsor. Mm. one of these triathlons through uh, Next Level Physio. So we kind of join forces for something like this. And uh, so we had, I think, four or five free tickets or participants that could go. Bibs, yeah. Bibs, something like that. Uh, and look, and there's 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 you guys right there. Uh-huh. Yeah, how was this? this when, when is this? Is this before or after? How, what, that what was this all about? That was after. Okay. So oh, I can see you're all sweaty. <laughs> and and uh, the, the, I've... If we took a picture before, it'd be a little bit of dread <laughs> on our faces, and I think there there's a, a bunch of relief up, relief on our faces. Yeah, I can um, tell. So yeah, so so I got roped into that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, thanks to our lovely colleagues and coworkers. <laughs> um, but no, overall mm. it, it, it it was great. Right. Okay. So how did you? Given it's your first one, did you like do any mental prep or physical prep? I mean, uh, just how did how did the whole thing go? Yeah. So, so, you know, um, I like to exercise and, you know, stay fit regularly on my own, but, but I've never trained for a triathlon or Mm -hmm. anything like that. So Mm -hmm. gosh, I think it was about, I don't know, like a month and a half ago, a a month and a half ago that I got roped into this and I said to myself, okay, well, well, can I stop you right there? Like when you got roped into it, right? I think probably Gabby, maybe roped into it. Uh, (laughs) Did you have like a first automatic thought that popped up? Like what, when she said like, hey, we got these bibs, what are you going to do? Hey, I mean, you you know how she could kind of finesse people into doing things like, so what was, what was your first reaction like? My first, my first thought was, son of a bitch. (laughs) Because like I, I, I knew I was going to do it. Right, right. But I was like, ah, now I got to figure this all out <laughs> because I know I'm not going to say no. Right. And in, in the back of my mind, it's something that I've always wanted to do okay. and get going with. Um, actually, funny enough, uh, a week prior to that, maybe like to the day, a buddy of mine said, hey, I think next year, you know, summer 2024, we should be doing a sprint triathlon. And I said, deal. Oh. And so I was in my mind, I was like, I have a year to figure out how to right, right, right. buy a bike, figure out how to ride it, figure out how to swim. Right, um, right, right. And then one week later, Gabby wrote me into it, yada, yada. I was like, oh, okay, I'll do it. Honestly, and it was good that she did beautiful. because it was really like ripping off a Band-Aid nice. and, and, and getting going with it. Was it physically demanding for you? I mean, I know your exercise, you do other things. So I'm wondering, is it like a, a shift of how you think about it? Because there's three different things. How did how did that? Yeah, so work so for you? so I watched <laughs> watched a lot of YouTube videos. Okay, um, spoke to as many people as I could who have done these things before to kind of mm-hmm. give me like tips and tricks and and, and that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so getting ready for it. Well, um, I I can swim. Okay, but not like right. well, like my technique and my form. You know how do you do this and that? Um, I didn't know any of that, so okay. I had to figure that out. So. I was in a pool. I don't know th- three day, th- three times a week for the past two months or so. Nice. 
kind of like figuring out form and that mm-hmm. sort of stuff. Um, I had to go buy a road bike. Right. Road right. bikes are yeah, something. And I was debating whether I get like kind of like a regular little bike or an actual road bike. And, right, I, right. and I knew that I was going to get right. probably pretty addicted to this. So, right. so I went for a road bike. So I got that figured out, figured out all about that, got everything together. So, so there was a lot of like mental prep on just sort of um, like knowing what to do, mm-hmm. how these things work, sure. like transitioning from a swim. Well, that's why that's actually was one of my questions. Cause yeah, transitions are a big thing. And I remember Paul was saying something about like, you could lose time transitioning and that's a, and that's it. Right. And that's like oh, a yeah. big thing. Yeah. So, so, uh, with, uh, me, Jess and Steve, it, it was our first one. Right. So, so we didn't really know what we were doing, but you know, from speaking to like these people and that, and, and those people, we had like a little bit of an idea, but I guess I'll say that it was a learning process. Because um, <laughs> um, it's funny uh, when you get your times, it mm-hmm. tells you how exactly long the, the swim was mm-hmm. and the transition mm-hmm. and the bike and the transition and the run. Oh, wow. So you, you get all of those little times. <laughs> and I realized that my transitions were like really slow. <laughs> and uh, maybe I could have done a better job drying off after the, right, right. After the swim. So uh, it, it was a really big learning experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like my, my main takeaway after the whole thing was like, oh, like, Anyone could do this. Huh. Okay, not anyone right. could do this, Understood. but um, but it it's doable. Huh. If you figure out how to swim, <laughs> you you get on a bike and sure, sure, and and, and you run and you put them together, um, it's doable. So it sounds like it's something new. You mm-hmm. had to do a lot of almost like like homework. Yeah, homework, like collection yeah. of information of how the whole thing goes. Yeah, right. Uh, and then you would also have to, I mean, physically prepare. It yeah. sounds like right. And then, uh, just from a clinical standpoint, so what did you use? Like, what kind of internal dialogue did you have in order to get yourself, you know, going for something like this? Well, I might have been cursing Gabby. No, can I? Why not? <laughs> so, 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 what motivated me? Well, so, so, really, it was, you know, because it was such a short little time period where I have to right. go from not knowing anything to being able to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, that that was a really big fire lit by. It, on my behind sure and um so there was a lot of pressure to just (laughs) be able to do it right so i'm not going to say that it was uh oh how can i put this one into words you know it it was it was good pressure that i put on myself i was Mm -hmm. like i gotta figure this out i can't make a fool out of myself when i'm doing this i need to know what i'm doing so so that kind of like extra stress and extra pressure was good because really it's just motivating yeah it just kind of kept me going and um, yeah, if I'm being honest, like, was I anxious and, and stressed and like a little, I don't want to say overwhelmed, but was I anxious and stressed about it? Sure. Yeah. Sure. But that anxiety and stress like really got my butt in gear, like to order the swimsuit, get the goggles, For get sure. in the pool, figure this out, push myself out of my comfort zone. Right. So, <laughs> so it was, it was all that anxiety really that I think was like pushed me right, right, right. to be able to get it figured out. And then come race day, it all went pretty well. Um, cool. So I, in, in a weird way, I kind of like thank that anxiety. I was about to say, it sounds like you were trying to you know, squeeze anything and everything you can out of what most people consider uncomfortable emotions, right? Because even the embarrassment piece, right? Like you wanted to do at least, okay, just to be able to finish the thing, right? A lot of people want to hide away from it or move away from it or use it as a reason not to do it. But it sounds like you used a different strategy. Yeah, because I mean, gosh, it would have been so much easier to just say no, right? <laughs> right? And, and, and not do it. Right. But then I also knew that if I if I said no and I didn't do it, right. 
and like I saw like I and I saw that picture without me, I would I, I would have regretted it so much. I'm sure. So so yeah, like the, the the anxiety and the stress, it's there, and and yeah, like exactly like you said, if I listened to it, right. I would have just avoided it, For and sure. then I would have missed out on an actual awesome experience where I ripped the bandaid off, right. I got it done, I figured it out, and now going forward, like I want to do these things again. Beautiful. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. I do. I mean, once once you know even the logistics or the the behaviors of what you need to do, then it makes it at least a little easier. Then you just have to have like grit and consistency and just desire. Really? I mean, if you think about it, it's kind of like a big exposure. For sure. You know, I mean, For sure. um, it was something that I was anxious and stressed about. And I said, well, I'm doing it anyways. Right. Just kind of dove right in and you dive right in and you figure it out. And then at the end of it, you look back and you say, oh, that wasn't so bad. How do you, well, that's a really good point. So you go for, so there's this, uh, you're teetering on this point of somebody's asking you to do something, right? Mm-hmm. And then you could use anxiety, embarrassment, you know, shame, whatever the case may be on one side, and then you have stress and anxiety. And then on this side, you have desire, interest. Um, how do you like balance that? Like, how do you make that decision? Because I could totally see that this situation presents to everybody, to you, to me, to so, some of our listeners, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a frequent thing, I guess. How do you, is there something that you were doing in order to move it, to squeeze info out of this and to capitalize on these feelings to actually do it? Because I know now that you did it, it says like, well, of course I did it. I mean, this is this uh-huh. was amazing. But in the moment, I'm wondering if there's a, I don't know, tricks of the trade that, that you use to get yourself going. Because yeah, it's easy to say now, oh, I would, like even, the, even for me to hear like, oh yeah, of course I was swimming three days away and I did this and I did that. But that's, you know, uh-huh. that's still a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess I would put it this way. Mm -hmm. Um, And and I I heard this from from someone else, and I really liked it when I heard it and kind of kept it. Mm -hmm. Um, So so when I think about anxiety or something that I'm anxious about, um, somebody asked me this, you know, once. They said, would you rather run from it or run through it? And... It's a really interesting question to think about, right? Right? Like, if you're if you're anxious about something, would you rather run from it or run through it? And if huh. you really think about it, huh. well, and if you have to answer that question, right. and you were to actually say those words to yourself in your mind, that I'm choosing to run from this rather right. than through it, right? It kind of makes you think. I, I I could see that, and I really like the way you threw in, uh, you know, the idea of choice, right? Like then you're really positioning yourself that you're taking responsibility to either running away or running through it. And that kind of adds a little bit of like, well, if I'm gonna use me, you know, hopefully I can run through and get to the place I wanna be. And exactly, and with with really so many anxieties, right? And, right. and listen, I'm, we're talking to people all, not all day long, but many people talking about like doing exposure exercises mm-hmm. and overcoming fears and that sort of thing. Um, really, you know, you really have to run through it. Right. And and running through anxiety coming out on the other side right. is like the absolute best way to treat it. If Well, take that with a grain of salt, but you know what I mean? I do. Um, and so, yeah, I'm I'm in one way, shape or form talking about that often with other people. Mm-hmm. And then if I ask myself that question for me, right. I'm not going to actually choose to, to, to run, run from. Right. right. Um, so. So, yeah, thinking about that. Um, like thinking about that question and keeping that question in mind for, I don't know, loads of things that I'm anxious about. For sure, for um, sure. Kind of gives me the little bit of the fire under my butt where I kind of pull the trigger and I'm locked in and then I'm locked in and I say, 
okay, I got to do this. It's great. I love it. I mean, I like that when we can distill some of this, like literally to exactly what you do, what we do, positioning questions so that we're not just talking in metaphors. Oh, you did this and this, but like we really get to the nitty gritty. Position a question where you empower yourself to make a choice. Are you really moving away or running away from this sort of stress or anxiety or you're trying to get through it almost like getting through a fog, right? Like it, yeah. it may feel this way, but once you, you know there's something on the other side or a cloud, whatever analogy works, right? You could push through it. It's gonna maybe be uncomfortable. Maybe you're not gonna make, you know, be sure exactly what needs to happen. Kind of like what you were saying about, like, well, I need to get a bike and this and that. That's all part of that fog. Mm -hmm. You're not really clear, it's not clear. Mm -hmm. But once you push through, you come to the other side then you have a beautiful picture to remember. Yeah, right? right? Yeah, and so it, now that I'm actually thinking about it, it's kind of uh, layered mm -hmm. here, right? Um, I was I was kind of anxious and stressed about something. Mm -hmm. So naturally, we would want to avoid it because that's what we right. do with anxieties. We want to avoid them, right? So I asked myself the question, would you rather run from or run through? And I was like, I'll run through. Pull the trigger. Got to figure it out. Um, so it's a learning process, sure. which is uncomfortable in and of itself. We right. don't like to learn. Right. It's uncomfortable. And then, uh, so... So that was hard part number one. And then hard part number two was the race, right? Right. Where you're swimming and biking and running a lot. Right. right? And so in a way you kind of, I mean, I, I kind of had the, a similar mentality while you're actually like doing the work, mm -hmm. which stinks. Right. <laughs> um, but, sure. you know, being able to, um, to stay focused and stay grounded and, and, and stay paced and, and work hard and push, um, and yeah, I mean, you're, you're really basically pushing yourself for over an hour. Do you, does, do you feel like uh, mindfulness plays a role in, in when you're doing this? Or like, what do you, like actually when we're all doing difficult things, be it physical or otherwise? Yeah, because some people say like, some people like to avoid the moment. Maybe they could listen to something to get them through, through mm -hmm. it. Other people do the opposite. They kind of, they lean into it. They, they're mindful about the swim or the stroke or the running or how the pavement hits on their, you know, on their heel or maybe the biking itself. Right? Get, so do you, like, where are you with, with some of those ideas? So, so here, here's my guess. Sure. I think that the more advanced folks become mm -hmm. in, in these events, like, like triathlons mm -hmm. or marathons or swimming, um, the more mindful they become. Mm -hmm. um, because um, so much goes into it that I've learned, especially with swimming, <laughs> like, like, like how your stroke is, and trust me, I'm not an expert by any right. means. Um, <laughs> but um, you have to be really mindful of, like, of, of, of your hand positioning and your breath and how many strokes and how many kicks and all of that sort of mm -hmm. stuff, right? Um, as you're biking, you need to be aware of, of your form and your breathing and your pedal stroke to be, to be as efficient as possible. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, and even running, you have to be very mindful of, of your pace and, 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 and where your foot is landing and all of those sorts of things. Right. And as people um, progress in these sports, mm -hmm. I think that they become more and more and more mindful, um, which is interesting because a lot of the times we, I think, we might become a little mindless when right. we're right. in a lot of pain and stress. That's what I was thinking. People you know? would listen to like a lot of different, like music or something to distract their mind from the, you know, the painful or not, but like stressful, yeah. physically demanding activity. They might want to, you know, have their mind somewhere else. So it's interesting. I think that you have to be kind of both like here and your mind's probably also somewhere else too. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. You know? like, like divided attention, like a little bit here, a little bit there. You have to be 
mindful. You have to be mindful of a lot of things. You have to be mindful <laughs> of, gosh, like the cars that are passing you on the road and, and, and your pedal stroke and people around you. And, oh my <laughs> gosh, I'm in so much pain. And now I want to think about something else. And, right, right, right. And, huh. and, and, and so many different things. But um, it, it for sure is mental. No, no, I, I would imagine. You know? I would imagine. Um, and, got, and, you know, like during, during particularly hard parts, you really got to like kind of like dig deep when, when there's a big hill that you're running mm -hmm. up or mm -hmm. a big or, or a big hill that you're cycling up or something like that. Um, mm. Mindfulness does play, play a huge role in it. And I, and I think a little bit different for everyone. Mm. And like I said, I think as people progress in the sport and I'm a noob right. here, right. Um, they get more and more mindful. Huh. Well, I could That'd see be that. My guess. I could see that because once you get the form down, everything you know is 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 running on all cylinders. Then I could see how there might be even. I mean, I know some of the runners talk about like this euphoria that kind mm -hmm. of starts hitting them at, at some point. I could totally see once the form is right, once you know the transition, the shifting of things. Then I could see how you could be a lot more present in activity. It's almost like driving in a way, right? Like we could be yeah. enjoying the ride once you know the logistics of it. Yeah. Once, once you get like the pace and the form and all that sort of stuff down, yeah, a, a lot of people, they kind of can just go on autopilot. Right, right, right. And, and I think that that happens a lot for like half marathons and marathons and that sort of thing. Well, we should definitely have uh, Jessica next time to tell, talk about swimming or Polo about like how to do a 60K <laughs> in eight hours. <laughs> yeah, we should. Because <laughs> I, I, I'll tell you what, th mm. th those are great people to, to do it with too. Oh yeah, no, fantastic. So, so blessed to have them oh, kind yeah. of a part of the practice. Uh, any last words, anything that's coming to mind? If somebody's interested or getting kind of, oh yeah, oh, triathlon, that sounds like for somebody who's like super elite, that's not for me. But I know that people, there were old kids that were doing it and there was people over 60, 65 that yeah. were doing it. So it's not just for somebody, you know, kind of our age in the thirties, forties, whatever. It's, it's, it's across the lifespan. I'm wondering, yeah, any words of wisdom? Yeah. Well, I mean, from, from my personal experience, um, find the shortest triathlon you can find <laughs> and sign up for it and gotcha. almost like rip the bandaid off and then you're in right and then you kind of have to figure it out I, and I love this idea get the smallest thing just to kind of get the exposure going because yeah. I think a lot of people yes there's a mental component yes there's a physical component but I also think this other big piece about just getting going is what gets in the way of a lot of people not even so much about the 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 other two Find the shortest one you can find mm -hmm. and set one goal, which is to finish it. Beautiful. I love it. That's it. it it's clear. It's short and to the point. And it's hard, <laughs> but you push through, sure. you figure it out, you get all the pieces together. And then by the end of it, you look back and you're really happy that you did it. Nice. And you might be a little addicted to the sport now. Beautiful. All right, guys. <laughs> thanks so much for tuning in. Take care.